I mean, what's so special in a manager that moves from playing, that moves from managing teams like Manchester United, Real Madrid, Chelsea, to managing teams like Tottenham and Roma? If, if, if it was this deemed special, Jose Mourinho as well as to still be managing one of the top teams in Europe. But Roma, for, for yes, we know Roma is an historic club in Italy, but then don't, don't let us pretend as if it's a big club. It is not as big as Juventus, Inter Milan, or this similar of this was in Italy. Neither should we compare it to less of Real Madrid, Manchester United, Chelsea, that Jose Mourinho himself has managed in time past. So, as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing special in this police manager at all. He's the manager that's man- that is managing a team that is not going to be playing in UEFA Champions League next season. A manager that managed a team that played in UEFA Conference League last year. A league, a competition that was just started less than a year ago. So, these are the facts. <laughs> I mean, that the guy is my name. Yes, you can also call me for bodies. Yes, that is how we start. That's how we are going to start the show. Yes, this is sport analysis network studio, and this is sport analysis network football. Yes, on today's show, yes, we shall be discussing the topic. Is Joseph Murillo still a special coach? Yes, on this show, we today we shall on the show. We shall also be taking a look at the PFA team of the year, the PFA booth with the selection. We shall also be talking transfers. I mean, Charles Bingley with the move to Gabriel Jesus and Ron Sterling of Manchester City. And of course, Manchester needed link with Antonio of Ice Amsterdam. Yes, Liverpool. We shall also be discussing Liverpool's move for Tawunines of Benfica. And we shall also be taking a look at Barcelona, whether Javier Tobas, who has not been quiet about personal needs, to look at the finance before they sign any players, whether Javier Tobas have, whether, whether Tobas, the president has any agenda against the Catalan club. Yes, kindly grab the popcorn and join me on this wonderful ride. I shall be giving, I shall be giving you breathtaking analysis on the podcast. So let's start the show with Jose Mourinho. Is Jose Mourinho still a special coach? Of course, it's not. And, and, and I've got a great foundation as regards my opinion in the intro of the show. I mean, you don't, I mean, when, when a guy, we don't move from driving Bentley to moving a visa. I mean, it's a downgrade. <laughs> of, course, of course, I don't have one. But, but then it's not denying the fact that a manager that's moved from managing Manchester United, one of the biggest teams in England and one of the teams around the biggest teams in Europe, to managing Tottenham Hotspur, who have not won a spoon in the last 20 to 30 years. And of course, Roma, Roma, a team that has never won a European title, a team that has not won a league in more than 20 years. I mean, these are the facts. You can't call him a special coach. There's nothing special about this guy any longer. If you want to stay with the big boys, I mean, Yes, yes, yes. I mean, if you want to bamba, you have to cheat with the big boys. His contemporaries 
Pep Guardiola, Jurgen Klopp, and Colin Ancelotti, they are managing teams playing UEFA Champions, uh, Champions League, competing, fighting for top honors, fighting for the UEFA Champions League, fighting for their various titles. Can the same be said about Jose Mourinho? Absolutely no. I mean, it's not real free that players, just like players, players appreciate and depreciate. We see players, world class players, turn medical players due to one reason or the other, maybe due to injuries or or hate factor. And just Nesta, he's still playing the regular game. He's in Japan, playing for a Japanese team. Can he still be referred as a world class as a world class player? He can't. He can't be, just of course, and that the same also applies to coaches. When a coach moves on playing, moves on managing a big team to a smaller team, he loses the tag, he loses the, I mean, the tag of being called a top or special coach. I mean, this is not a manager that is competing for the title, competing for the top honors. Even next season, Roma are not going to they are not going to compete for the league. They're not going to compete for the UEFA Champions League. They are going to compete in the UEFA Europa League. And so it is time we all agree. Yes, Mori might be some of your yes, might be the favor to some people, but then we can't we can't be oblivious of the facts. That he has lost that status as a special coach. Yes, he won the UEFA Conference League for Roma, very good one. He forced the European title for that. I mean, for the club. But then we're talking about Jesse Mourinho, two-time UEFA Champions League winner, a multiple winner of league titles. Now to winning UEFA Conference League, I'm sure you you say Mourinho in ten years, ten years ago, you say Mourinho at his prime, we never acknowledge a manager for winning a UEFA Conference League. Let's reverse the case. If Feyenoord had beaten Roma in that final, would Feyenoord court be deemed special? No, they would have, of course not. Feyenoord, I mean, UEFA Conference League, played the UEFA Conference League, beating the rest of Budo Glimps, Leicester City. I mean, Feyenoord, these are not top teams in Europe. They're not top teams in Europe. Jose Mourinho, uh, uh, his contemporaries in Pep Guardiola, Alain Ancelotti, are in UEFA Champions League, playing, managing in the biggest and the most elite competition in Europe. At the moment, a, I know I was wrong about Canancelotti. Canancelotti, less than a year ago, was managing uh, Everton. Before Real Madrid called him back, he has put himself again. But until you say Mourinho pulls himself, as far as I'm concerned, he has lost that title to be called special coach. Yes, you might not agree with me, but then <laughs> if you think I'm wrong, you can call me. Yes, you can engage me. My full yes, my Twitter handle is at football jurist on Twitter. So guys, let's move. Yes, let's talk about FC Barcelona. Let's, let's talk about the fight between Javier Tevez and, uh, and the Barcelona leadership. You know, it's not that news that Barcelona are being linked with, are being linked with Robert Lewandowski, who wants to opt out of Bayern Munich. And we've seen Javier Tevez, the president of the Liga, come out to say that Barcelona can't do that at the moment. 
Il faut parce que nous n'avons pas de Il plaît à l'autre side on the pays. They've been able to register from the KC, whom the gods from KC Milan, and they have been able to register and just Christian seem to go, whom um, the gods for free from Chelsea. They rather can that renew, they Barcelona intend to renew the deal of Sergio Roberto. They can't do that because Barcelona are in the financial mess. And it is not saying this guy that made, he doesn't have an agenda against Barcelona. He's the man just stating the fact as it is. And I, I find it difficult when uh, the Aussie God Laporta came out criticizing him that he what he needs. I mean, Laporta in his statement said regarding statement by president of the league saying that we cannot sign a player. I would like to remind him that his job is to watch over the interest of the league and the clubs. So with all this, with all due respect, I asked. That he has seen some commenting on whether or not we can sign a certain player because it's obviously amid the interest of the boss winner. I'm with this. I mean, he's the man that's trying to remind you, remind you guys, that you're in the financial mess. Until you a financial mess, you can't sign new players. The new players you sign on you, you can't even register them. This, this is a team that is even begging the key players to, to take further pay calls. Yes, you might, might have, yes, you might also uh, chastise the vegetables from also taking a look from sitting back and see Barcelona deteriorate, deteriorate financially to this situation. But then he's not a member of the Barcelona board. Barcelona board, yes, I know the, uh, the new board just came, uh, the, the new board just came in turn. He was, he was never a member of the uh, just a Bartomeu board, the Bartomeu board, who, who were elected by, by, by the board members, who have done better in watching the affairs of the club. If they have done better in watching the affairs of the club, Barcelona will not be in this mess. So, Gabriel Depas, he doesn't have any agenda against Barcelona. He is a man that even wants the best of Barcelona, as far as I'm concerned. To put, we will put in the context, Barcelona can only spend 25% of their savings. So for instance, if Barcelona gets 4 million quid on a player, or let's say 4 million pounds on a player, yes, maybe from, yes, from transfer fee and even his wages, Barcelona can only spend 1 million out of that 4 million. And that's not only, that's not even applies to Barcelona, that is the rule that, because there's a salary cap in the Spanish Liga and they are very strict with it. That is the rule in the Spanish Liga and this is Javier Tebas. Trying to tell everyone that no club is bigger than the league. Yes, let's move to the English Premier League. Yes, the Players Football Association has released their PFA team of the year. Yes, we have Alison in. Yes, Liverpool might not have won the Premier League. But they won the PFA trophy. Liverpool have six players in that 11. We have Alison in goal at center back. We have Beggy Van Dyke. Yes, and Antonio Rudiger from Chelsea. At right back, Trent Alexander Arnold. And our left back, we have Manchester City's left back, Chao Cancelo. In the middle of the park, we have, yes, Thiago Alcantara, partners. Manchester City's duo of Kevin De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva. Up front, 
Liverpool's dangerous duo, Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah, yes, are being patronized uh, by Cristiano Ronaldo, who needed in singles last season. Now, the question is, are they the best level players in the league last season? I think I don't have issue with the goalkeeper. I think Alisson, for me, was the best goalkeeper in English Premier League last season. I don't know if you guys know about Jack Harrison. Jack Harrison, follow go follow Jack Harrison on Twitter. He analyzes goalkeepers' performances. Just sometime this week, his analysis, important analysis that Harrison saved as much as 19 goals for Liverpool. That is, with an, with an average goalkeeper, Liverpool will have considered 19 more goals. He was brilliant in goal, and he was one of the reasons why Liverpool were very successful in keeping their high defensive line. With, especially with his fantastic one-on-one saves. Let's go to the middle of the defense. Bergie Van Dyke, as far as I'm concerned, he has, he has now made three appearances in the PFA team of the year in his first season as Liverpool. And you know the reason why he wasn't included last season, which was the only reason he has missed out, that was due to injuries. This, I think he merits, that, he merits his place in that position. I mean, just like by this... Uh, According to stats released by Squawker, yes, Squawker.com, of the players to have recorded at least 100 duels in the English Premier League this season. Yes, last season, rather, he recorded the highest success rates. <laughs> Vajivan Dyke cannot talk with the nods. <laughs> yes, he, yes, but if we saw Vajivan Dyke return to his brilliant best after a couple of absences, after a while on the sideline due to injury. Now, let me go to his, yeah, yeah, his setup appearing. Or his setup, yes, his partner, according to the PFA, Antonio Rudiger. Antonio Rudiger, yes, he was fantastic for Chelsea because he was, as far as I'm concerned, he wasn't even in the best three or best four, top four best defenders in the league last season. If, that were, if it were me, if that's to me, I would have had Emmett Laporte ahead of Antonio Rudiger. Emmett Laporte was the best ball playing defender in the league last season. I mean, he, he had the most touches of any any defender. He completed the more progressive passes. He completed the had more successful pass completion rate than any other defender. And he was very instrumental for Manchester City in building from the back, in trying to break down those blocks. And he also scored the most goals. He scored more goals than any other central back, whether it be Virgil van Dijk, Antonio Rudiger, Thiago Silva, name it. He was the highest point center back in the league last season. So it is immense that Emmett Laporte missed out on this. And Arnold and Jack Cancelo are the best two footballs in the league. So they merit their place. Let's go to the midfield. I think no one has any problem with I don't, I don't think anyone will have a problem with Kevin De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva. But let's talk about Thiago Cantara. Thiago Cantara started only 17 games for Liverpool last season. That is not even all to half of the games being played in the Premier League. And in total, he featured in 25 games for Liverpool. Yes, factually, he was brilliant. He completed, yes, he had the he had one of the highest uh, uh, pass rotation rates in the league. He completed more passes than De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva. Recorded more progressive passes. I mean, and he was also very instrumental of the ball. He was very instrumental in Liverpool's uh, high pressing, he had 30% for 
successful pressures, it was even higher than Bernardo Silva and Kevin De Bruyne. But, 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 but wait, this guy only played in 17 games. It's quite unfair. How about let's have a player like Rodri? Rodri had nine goals contribution, playing as the deep as the deepest playing midfielder for the seasons last season. Rodri scored seven goals and recorded two assists for Manchester City. There is no reason why this guy should not be included in the PFA team of the season. He should be in the PFA team of the season. Then up front, of course, I have no problem with Mohamed Salah. He joined top scorer in deep. I have no problem with Cristiano Ronaldo also. The only problem, the problem I have with Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane, we only, Sadio Mane we only, was only brilliant for the last three to four months in the league. It was all, we didn't see the best of Sadio Mane until he came back from the African Cup of Nations. It's no better that Ogmeson, who finished at the joint top scoring in the league, who had the most known penalty goals in the league, especially on this. That you didn't be that. How did the PFA, how did the players who voted? Yes, for record's sake, the players' association, which comprises the players playing in the English Premier League, they were the ones that voted for these players on the list. How on earth did it me so missed out on this on this list? So better when anybody because this guy should have been included. It's no better that Ugmi Son is missing out on this list. So having said that, it's on behalf of Sport Analysis Network Football. This is our home Premier League team of the season. Yes, we have Alison in goal. I think about Betty Van Dyke with partner, Emmett Laporte from Manchester City. At right back, Trent Alexander Hanold. Yes, with feature. Then, of course, at left back, Chao Cancelo. In the middle of the park, Rodri. Yes, it's the Manchester City team. In the middle of the park, Rodri, Bernardo Silva, and of course, Kevin De Bruyne. Up front, it has got to be Sadio Ma- eh, sorry, Mohamed Salah, Ingunison, and Cristiano Ronaldo. And let me say, because of Manchester United had a catastrophic season, I think Cristiano Ronaldo's season, had, yes, went under the radar. This is a six-year-old scored in 10 goals in the league. It was a guy that just came back into the league and scored 18 goals for a radio team. I mean, in, in the South and plus. He scored more goals than Sadio Mani. And how best do you measure it forward? You measure the number of goals he scored. Just like the way you judge how beautiful a lady is with her face. You judge it forward on the number of goals he scored. Sadio, was it, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo makes his place in that league. And as far as I'm concerned, he should be partnered by Ibn Son and Mohamed Salah. All right, guys, let's move. Yes, let's yes, we are still in the Premier League. Let's talk about transfers. Yes, let's start with Chelsea. <laughs> yes, we must have it that Thomas Tuchel will have a 200 million pounds worth to spend in this summer window. Yes, the summer window has been officially opened. And Chelsea have been linked with Ron Sterling and Gilbert Jesus. As far as I'm concerned, I am not worried about Manchester City would not lose Gilbert Jesus and Ron Sterling at the same time to Chelsea. Yes, both of them might be, um, how do they put it? Subject to English, English, I do. Yes, 
both of them are my, my yes my bill on sale i don't see them both of them going to chelsea that means manchester city indirectly will be threatening a direct rival they can afford to lose sterling to manchester city or to chelsea we should not forget that from sterling only has one year left on his contract so they can afford to they can afford to lose him to chelsea but maybe the zeus is a big news for me if he didn't stay at at, at the Etihad stadium i think he removed another team now the question is let's say from sterling moves to manchester city to chelsea rather does it improve this Chelsea side? Is it better than all the wingers Chelsea have got at the moment? He says yes. I think Ryan Sterling is a player that has gone under the radar. This is a guy that is the highest scoring player. He is the highest scorer for Pep Guardiola in Manchester City. Last season, he recorded 13 goals. The highest, the highest goal scorer for Chelsea in the English Premier League was Romelu Lukaku, who, who could only recorded eight goals. And that, is, and that season wasn't even Sterling's best season. So, I'm telling him coming in is an upgrade on all Chelsea forwards at the moment. He might not be the most clinical, but then give him the chances when I'm telling him to give you the goals. So, when I'm telling him be a good buy for Chelsea, should they eventually get him? And as far as I'm concerned, this might not be a popular opinion. He'd be a better signing than Osman Dembele. Osman Dembele, not because I'm intrigued by the fact that Chelsea do not play with the winger. I mean, a natural winger is a winger that prefers to stay on the flat side than cutting inside. And that's what Smart Dembele does. Chelsea players with their football, they allow, they allow their wingers to come inside forwards. So Smart Dembele cannot do that. Play unless Thomas Tuchel wants to change his plan, then it will make sense. Even let's leave that aside. Smart Dembele is a player that has missed 119 games for Barcelona. Since joining them since 2017. With Tony Sterling, I'm to give you the goals, deliver the goals, and you also you also guarantee that you'll be having a player who will be always readily available for you. So as far as I'm concerned, Graham Sterling better than <laughs> smart than Billy. So it will be a smarter acquisition for Chelsea to get from Sterling than get smart than Billy from Barcelona. Yes, let's talk United. Yes, there's nothing glorious about Manchester United at the moment. Yes, Manchester United are being lead with a switch for Ajax Wenger and Tony, the Brazilian who was in a fascinating form for, uh, for the uh, for the LDVC champion last season. He had eight goals and four assists for Ayas. That's more than any other Manchester United forward at the moment. I mean, this Manchester United side needs new faces and they need new injection of quality. Going to the new season, Eric and Hag cannot afford to lay on the saddest. <laughs> yes, you will be asking questions who do I refer to as the saddest? Tony Marseille, the girl who never laughs. And of course, Marcus Rashford. Marcus Rashford. Uh, who, one guy who is fascinating me is a guy whose career has dwindled in the past 12 months and he thinks he deserves a contract extension with Manchester United. In similar time, or, 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 if, if, if the environment was seen, 
Marcus Rashford and Anthony Marcia should not be playing for Manchester United any longer. They have nothing to offer that team any longer, any longer. So Manchester United new new faces with the signing of Anthony, who will get more quality into that forward line, we get more pace, more decisiveness in Manchester United attack. And of course, most obviously, this is the guy that has worked under it and had in the last couple of seasons. So as far as be a good signing to Manchester United, get in for Ayas. Let's talk Liverpool Football Club. Why in the desperate need for downliness at the moment? Benf- yes, yes, Benfica, according to source, according to reports, now we strike out for Benfica, who netted 26 goals for Benfica. Yes, in Super League, which is the Portuguese League. And netted and he netted six goals for them in the UEFA Champions League for Mentim. Liverpool in the quarterfinal stages. This guy is supported to worth 18 million pounds. If Liverpool wants to get in, Liverpool will pay 80 million pounds and cost 20 million in add-ons. Now the question is: Should Liverpool pay over the top for this guy? Is he really worth that amount of money? This is a very big risk. He's a guy that has, that has only had one brilliant season. He's an ad in yes in his career. Last season was his breakthrough season. And yes, but then this guy is young. He's an elite finisher of the ball. He he, he completed only Robert Lewandowski. He got more goal per minute than that in his last season. So should Liverpool should Liverpool get him? Liverpool get in an elite finisher and and. People might ask that Liverpool really need a striker. That's not that that Liverpool, not only that Liverpool failed to score in the four fin- in the four in the three finals they played last season, they also, I mean, there was also despising in a special number of goals and the actual goals scored by Liverpool last season, and that was why Manchester City ended up as funny then. So uh, now they will get, should they get the winners, they will get in the player that will add more goals to the attack, the guy that, will, that can lead the attack for years. This guy is just 22 years of age. And of course, it fits perfectly like a glove in Jogging Plus philosophy of high pressing. All right. Others have we not spoken about? Yes, I think this is where we shall be drawing the curtains on this podcast. Hopefully, the rest of the crew will be back on our next episode to discuss the latest news making the rants. Yes, do not forget that you can join us on social media, Twitter and this tweet at Sun, on Facebook, Sport Analysis Network is the name, and on Instagram, Sport Analysis Network is the name. Do have a wonderful week ahead. Au revoir. The name of the game. The name of the game. The name of the game. The name of the game.